Money and investing is such an emotional roller coaster. It really is. If you don't believe me, just think about how people react to the news of the day. Fear and greed are a couple words that come to mind, and, and I think these things can really play tricks on us if we don't have a plan in place ahead of time. So on today's show, we're going to address this and help you be better prepared to handle these emotions. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Well, hello and welcome into My Retirement Clarity alongside Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. I'm Ben George and we're excited to have you here for the show today as we talk a little bit about greed. We talk money and financial planning. Greed's always one of those emotions that ba- plays a big part in it. So today we're going to talk about how can you recognize your own voice of greed and then how do you fight against it? So that'll be the plan today. We'll have a little inspirational quote to, to wrap things up as well. Lee, welcome in. How you doing? Hey, man, doing good. This will be a fun show. Uh, we're talking about everybody's favorite subject, greed. I think, <laughs> isn't there, wasn't there, isn't there a TV show on yeah. uh, money and greed or something like that? This, I've watched a couple of episodes. Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, as long as there's money out there, there's always going to be greed, right? And Always, man, always. You've heard it said a thousand times, money is the, the root of all evil. And yep. it's hard not, it's hard to argue against that. It really is. It is. It takes a special person to have a lot of money, but still be grounded and humble and and uh, not let it get the best of them. But, you know, oftentimes when we're getting into our financial planning and thinking about our future and trying to make sure, you know, we're all taken care of, we can get a little greedy along the way. So we're going to come come bring you five different kind of things you might hear or you might think to yourself, um, you know, any certain day and talk about why these can be greedy and how they can get you in trouble and might end up costing you. So that's the plan today on the show, which you'll find online at myretirementclarity.com. And again, if you want to schedule a time to meet with Lee and talk about, you know, any of these items we discussed today or anything that you, you have in mind from a financial perspective, or if you just want to begin your planning process, you can always visit talkwithlee.com and take advantage of that. All right, Lee. So we talk about this, you know, when it comes to money, you're probably going to hear a couple of different voices in your head, right? So you're going to have that voice of greed, which we talked about. You might hear fear, that voice of fear, right? That's another popular emotion we we touch on. And then sometimes, hopefully, you're going to hear that voice of wisdom in the back of your mind, maybe something you heard on the podcast that, that sticks with you, hopefully. But let's talk about the, the this voice of greed that we hear often. And you know, this first one that I think about, um, I think one that, that pops up probably most commonly, maybe not right now in the current market that we're in, but oftentimes when the market starts to do really well, you start thinking, okay, market's in great shape right now. Let me just get a little more more aggressive and try to ride this wave and take advantage of the growth. Yeah, it's really easy to get caught up in things when, when markets are going good. Um, and I see this a lot. People just, they start feeling comfortable about how things are going. Um, and all of a sudden they want to go ahead and change who they are as an investor and take on more risk just because of what's going on. And I, and I get it. You want to make money, um, when things are good, but, but where does it stop? When do you dial it back when things go the other direction? So if you're going to take on more risk when things are good, you just have to know that things are probably going to drop quicker if the market goes the other direction. So it's fine if you can take the heat and stomach those kind of ups and downs. 
but but most people can't, especially the people that are, you know, clients of ours or listeners to the show that are either retired or, or almost retired, you know. It's, it's easy to forget sometimes that the market doesn't always go up. I, I think we've been spoiled a lot recently. You know, we had the it's hard to now look or, you know, look back at the the COVID drop and think that that was just a blip on the radar. It happened so quickly and then rebounded so quickly. It's almost like we've forgotten that. But recently, just as, you know, here we are towards the, the middle of end of March right now with markets kind of going down, people are starting to get a little bit nervous, see what's going on with inflation and gas prices, all those kind of things um, have got people reconsidering. Well, you know, and do I still need to be that aggressive? So again, Ben, my job is to try to help people keep a long-term perspective and not to react to the news of the day. So I would encourage you, if you're if you're a listener to the show, don't change who you are as an investor based on what the stock market is doing right now, because what's going on right now is not going to last. But if if you have no clue how you're invested, or if you're not sure if you're invested right to begin with, well, then you, you probably do have a problem. And that's something that you probably should address uh, sooner rather than later. So if you're in that boat, you know, you can reach out. Like like Ben, like you said earlier, the website is talkwithlee.com. We can have a 15-minute phone call and, um, you know, you can just tell me a little bit about what what your concerns are and what you're going through. We'll see if we can help um, and add a little value to, to your situation. You often think, too, when it comes to, to the market, by the time you start thinking that and you feel really comfortable with where you are, that's probably when this is going to be the most dangerous too. Like this, this thought pops up at probably the worst possible time to be greedy. Usually at the yeah, end of those really, runs, you know. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And, and and that's why I tell people: make sure you just are taking the right amount of risk, and then just don't change it based on what's going on. If if you if your plan is set, then and and you are who you are as an investor, don't change it because things are good or things are bad. Remember the long term yeah. vision, the long term view is what you got to have to be successful. You might not be successful in the next three months or the next six months, but that's not how we measure things around here. And that shouldn't be how you measure things. You should measure things in decades and not not months or, or even a year or two. All right. How about this other thought uh, that might pop into your head here? So maybe you're watching TV. You know, you got CNBC on, whether morning, afternoon, night, whatever it is. But you see that guy on TV and you think, yeah, he seems to know what he's he's talking about. I'm going to go ahead and follow his advice really quickly right now before everybody else figures it out too. <laughs> ah, the old guru. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good guru or somebody with some some insider information? Honestly, I don't know how a lot of these media outlets get away with some of the things that they say on TV or on radio or things like that. Um, their forecasts seem to be endless. Um, and eventually they've got to be right. Uh, but I wish there was some way that we could chart these folks when somebody guesses right and when somebody's guessed wrong so that we could sort of give them a success percentage, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, kind of like a batting average with a baseball player, like our our last show where we talked about, you know, sort of some baseball comparisons. If we could give these gurus a batting average, I think that'll be a great way for us to, to sort of score these people. Of course, nobody would agree to this because nobody wants to be held accountable for past predictions that, that didn't go right. Um, and, and if that were the case, we'd probably have a lot less of of these, what I call dumb, bold predictions that they use in their commercials or in their radio spots or, or on all these kind of shows. So 
Um, here's what you have to know. When you see, you're watching some of these shows and they have these, you know, quote, experts in from XYZ Financial or whatever it is, know that a lot, a lot of times these people pay the station or they pay the show to get on the show and to get that airtime. It really does happen. I have companies market to me to try to get me to pay them to get on the show and make those appearances. Um, remember, it is all about marketing. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, Ben, that this podcast for me is all about marketing. I use this podcast to market to people who think like me and have the same values when it comes to their money and their time and their families. And so, you know, if you're one of these people tuning into a podcast looking for for stock tips or, or something like that, you're going to quickly move on to somebody else and you're not going to listen to this. But if you, you know, if you're somebody who likes my views of money and our views of money and how we help people, maybe this is interesting to you. So yeah, this podcast is a marketing, uh, is sort of a marketing tool. Yeah. And unlike the people on CNBC, you're not trying to push an investment your way specifically, right? And, Absolutely and the, ones, and the ones that you hear, by the time you hear it, it's too late to try to get yeah, it, yeah. right? Yep. You're right. You're 100% right. All right. Here's another one. Um, you know, you, you, you look at the people next door, you think about your friends, and then that th- the thought starts creeping into the back of your head. You know, that couple next door has a lot more money saved than I do. I, I really need to hit some home runs over the next couple of years so I can catch up. Yeah. I, I call this the comparison trap. Uh, I even wrote a a blog about this and it's on our website. I think it was back in September of last year. So you may want to go back and, and click on that and read that. Uh, you know, if you spend your time comparing yourself to other people, you're never, ever going to experience happiness. I'll just tell you, it's not going to happen because there's always going to be somebody out there with more money than you or with more stuff than you. So do what your grandmama told you and mind your own business. I remember my grandmother telling me that. Um, I met a guy last week uh, at one of my kids' uh, sporting events. I'd never met this guy at any point in my life, but within the first five minutes of our conversation, I learned that he had a 15,000-square-foot house, and he also had another house at the beach, and it was going to cost him $250 to fill up his brand-new truck with diesel. Um, so, I mean, Ben, you think this guy's compared himself to other people before? <laughs> I guarantee, yeah, I guarantee yeah. he has. Um, and you know how I know this? Cause I never asked him a single question about any of the stuff that he told me about. So huh. he was, I guess, trying to get me to compare myself to him, but I, I mean, I, I didn't take the bait. So anyway, my advice here is simple. Take care of yourself and don't worry about what anybody else has or doesn't have because it doesn't make a difference in your situation. And again, if you spend your whole time trying to keep up with, with the Joneses, uh, you're going to be miserable. And remember this, most of the time the Joneses are broke. Yeah, no question about it. I think that's a Dave, I think that's a Dave Ramsey quote. I think he, he talks about the Joneses being, being yeah. broke. The comparison trap. Do not fall into it. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. 
To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Um, how about another one here? So again, we're talking about times when you can should be able to recognize your own voice of greed and, and push back against it. And, you know, times like we're experiencing right now with high inflation, you might be thinking, hey, that emergency fund that I've got in the bank right now just isn't making me any money. I need to take this money and invest it and let it, instead of just leaving it there and letting it collect dust. Yeah, th- this is a call that I've received probably eight or ten times over the last three months, and I am not making that up. Um, and I've answered it the exact same way every single time. The number one job of an emergency fund is simple, is to be available to you when an emergency happens. That's it. Sure, it, it, it stinks that banks, they don't want our money right now. And they're telling us that by the amount of interest that they're willing to pay us to have that money sitting in an account. But, but that's fine. That's not the purpose. You shouldn't invest your emergency fund because if you invest it, yeah, the value could increase a little bit and that'd be great. But if you're investing it, it could also decrease in value and that could lead to potential problems if something goes wrong. So in my opinion, your emergency fund should be in, in cash. Um, ben, I met a guy f- a few years ago. It's pro- probably been four years ago now that I talked with this guy. I asked him about his emergency fund. We were doing an inventory and he said he has $0 in emergency fund. And he was sort of bragging about it too. And, and, you know, this guy wasn't broke. He's, he's got some, you know, a fair amount of money in retirement. But he told me he had an equity line of credit on his house that he would use if he had an emergency. Okay. And so I asked him, you know, how, how quick can you get to the money and all this? He said that, that his bank said he could get, get to the money in five or seven business days if, if he needed it. But and I don't know about you, but I don't want a, a brand new employee at a bank, which is probably on its third or fourth name change by now in the last 10 (laughs) years i don't want that that guy or that gal having to okay a disbursement from a line of credit if if i've got an emergency you know if if it's if it's the middle of june and my ac is out i want to be able to 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 get to some money quickly but you know that was this guy's that was his his emergency fund plan because he didn't want to have it sitting in cash it's crazy yeah, and I mean it's truly not your money, right? Because you're depending on somebody else. So in the event yeah. that you know gets down to it, it's not guaranteed to be there. To your point, so again, right. it might not feel exciting to have that money tucked away, especially right now when you know inflation is where it is. But it is so important to have that emergency fund for peace of mind down the road. All right, got one more we want to throw out there to you, Lee, and. You know, there are some people that like to do things on their own and some people that like to save money wherever they can. And the thought often will creep up, hey, you know, I'm going to be better off doing everything by myself rather than giving away my hard-earned money to an advisor to get help with my money. Yeah. And and I really do like this topic. Uh, as a matter of fact, Ben, we just did an entire podcast on this it, this very topic, I think it was episode 61, if you want to go back into the archives and look at it, that we talked about who needs and who may not need a financial advisor. And I said in that show, and I'll say it again here, I don't think everybody needs a financial planner. But as, as you get older, things tend to get a little bit more complicated. And this is when you probably need to get some help from a, from a financial professional. Uh, is it free? Not at all. I mean, if you want somebody to help you with the critical decisions 
that you've got to make as you approach retirement and, and as you, you enter different phases of retirement, you're going to have to hire somebody and you're going to have to pay them money to do it. Um, and I said in that earlier podcast, there's, there's very few millionaires and I would guess probably zero billionaires that don't have a financial advisor or a financial advisory team. Um, you know, people that have money see the value of advice and they're happy to pay for that advice. Um, you know, you, you don't certainly expect to go to your, your doctor and expect them to give you free medical advice or do something, a procedure for free for you. You, you pay for that. And so the same thing goes into financial planning. If you want a good financial plan that adjusts as your situation changes, you've got to pay for it. Um, and, and for those of you out there who are listening, um, who may not have hired an advisor yet because you don't know if it's worth it, there's a pretty good chance that what you're paying inside hidden fees of your current account could be almost as much as what you would have to pay an advisor. And so remember, you get what you pay for. Cheaper is not better, uh, despite what what Clark Howard says. <laughs> you know, he he's a big fan of you paying nothing, just about for everything, and, and trying to get a bargain. Um, I'm not going to look for a bargain with a, a medical doctor or a um, right <laughs> a, a a financial advisor. I'm I'm just not going to go for the cheapest thing. Um, you know, every every once in a while, Ben, I'll, I'll have somebody ask me if my fee is negotiable. And I tell them, absolutely. If, if you'd like to pay any amount above what our fee is, you're welcome to do so. Uh, and we usually just have a good laugh and, and certainly nobody's taken me up on that yet. But remember, you, you get what you pay for, folks. And you want to make sure that you've got, you, you've hired somebody to be on your team that's got your best interest at heart and, and somebody that can really help add value to your situation. Yeah. And, and you try to add value to not only through, this podcast and things we do. But one thing that you do have is that ticking tax time bomb book offer. We want to remind people about here, Lee, that again, it's not about selling you stuff. It's about trying to help and educate people. Yeah. And so then this would make Clark Howard happy because I I give this book away for free. Um, It's called diffuse seven steps to diffuse the IRS ticking tax time bomb. It's all about helping you make better decisions with taxes and how to, to keep the government from getting more of, uh, you know, from your, your IRA or 401k. And it's a book that we give to listeners of, of this show for free. And all you have to do is text the word diffuse D E F U S E to four, seven, eight, four, seven, five, 2050. Give us a, give us your name and a good mailing address. And we'll send that book out to you for free. You read the book. Uh, you don't have to, you can take the things that we tell you, about in that book and you can implement those on your own. But if not, if you want us to help you out, then you can feel free to reach out to us and we'll show you how we can, we can help you. So, yep. Just text the word diffuse to 478-475-2050. There you go. Again, if you want to book a time to meet with Lee, best thing to do is visit talkwithlee.com and visit myretirementclarity.com as well to make sure you can check out all of our podcasts, get all the resources that Lee and his team offer over at JL Perkins Wealth Management. And if you want to call, that option's available as well at 478 254 3550. All right, let's close out this episode of My Retirement Clarity with a little quote, a little inspiration to close things out here, Lee. This is Clarence Darrow once said Working people have a lot of bad habits, but the worst of these is work. Yeah, I, I love this quote because. A big part of what I do is is try to help people see life beyond their current career. Um, it's actually one of the more rewarding parts of what I do. Uh, and I think really the best part is when I meet somebody three or four months after they've retired and hear them talk about what they're doing in retirement. And 
to this date, I've never met, met anybody, Ben, that told me they wish they were back at the office, <laughs> back in the grind. Uh, yeah, they miss the people, miss the interaction with others. And some people even miss the challenges that work brings, but nobody said they're ready to stop being retired and go back to to doing what they've done. That, that just hadn't worked. So, yeah, I think that Clarence Darrow, he, he's got that uh, – He's got that nailed. I like it. Well, that's the goal for all of us, right? Take out work out of the equation and just enjoy our lives. And that's what we try to do, all right, with retirement planning. And hopefully you can get to that point one day. But we do appreciate you listening to this episode of My Retirement Clarity. Lee, take care, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.